You're listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. For more on Screening in Kingston, more episodes, info about our movie clubs, and a lot more fun movie content, visit screeninginkingston.com. We are just days away from from Christmas, so we thought, here we go. It's a Christmas episode for Screening in Kingston. And not only a um, Christmas episode, I do believe it's a 90s Christmas. Yes, it, it, this is, so this actually, I don't remember, Taylor, whose idea this was, because I remember we texted back and forth. This goes all the way back to the end of November. We were doing Fan Appreciation Month, and it was 90s month, and we were texting back and forth about the movies, and then the idea came about, well, why don't we save Christmas movies and this year's theme can be Christmas movies from our childhood. Yes. So that's what we're going to do. So thank you, Austin, again, our, our unofficial official producer uh, who, who basically gave, gave us this idea because we're doing a 90s movies. These are all, these are all Christmas movies we're going to review from our childhood. We're going to talk about them. We're going to give some suggestions of other like older Christmas movies because I think, I don't know, for me, Taylor, these were the good ones. These were the ones that are fantastic. Yeah, timeless classic. I uh there aren't like any new I know people would say, Taylor, you're crazy. What about Love Actually? Well, actually, we are kind of an anti-Love Actually radio show. So. Love Actually is the worst movie in existence. <laughs> but a lot of people will say that that's like that is a classic Christmas movie. But I don't know. I think um I think Who says that? Lots of people say it, Mike. People, no. there are people who want to watch it every year. Does it even take place at Christmas? Yes, yes. There's a Christmas pageant. What are you talking about? Love Actually. <laughs> yeah, I know, but what Christmas pageant? It's like the whole theme is like love at Christmas. No, oh, whatever that. No, that theme is love sucks. The theme of that movie is love is is terrible and everyone's toxic. That's what that's what that movie's theme is. Well, luckily the movie is not about or today's episode is not about love actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. It is about 90s Christmas movies. Well, and I maybe... would I would argue, I would argue that the movie that I that we reviewed last year, at least for me, Happiest Season, would be the 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 most modern Christmas movie that I would say is one that I would watch again and again. Like I think but that like a had, a, had a closer. I think it's it's hard know, to say so. whether or not that's going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know. remember the being the only one because didn't we have, didn't we have Nicole and Missy on the sh- and Missy? Yes, okay, we did have Missy. I thought so. Nicole and Missy, and and out of the four of us, I was the only one raving about this movie. <laughs> I couldn't believe they liked it. it. I was they the, liked, they liked it, but, it, but, it but they didn't love it. They didn't love it yeah. though. They liked it. They didn't love it. You were so so, and I loved that movie. I was the only. I remember being the only one. Who was like, what are you guys talking about? This is a classic. <laughs> like, Happiest Season is an excellent movie. It's funny. It's got a lot of heart. It's got a really good, like, family thing. The plot's really good. Like, what else do you want, everybody? Love, actually. That's what you want. You want a bunch of toxic people teaching you that love sucks. No, Happiest Season. That's a good movie. There you go. 
recommendation. How do we go back from that? So we'll be talking about um, movies that we remember watching growing up. And then, you know, maybe a couple older ones, maybe a couple newer ones. But we're actually going to review three movies this this week. Um, and I thought, you know, again, we did not really plan this in advance, but it just worked out this way. Thank goodness. Um, Mike and I both decided we're going to watch movies from our childhood, like rewatch them. So I picked um, the Santa Claus. And then I also picked the Muppets Christmas Carol. And I'll admit the Muppets Christmas Carol, I've definitely seen it. But that wasn't one that we watched a lot growing up. Like we didn't okay. have this on VHS. Good. That's good because the movie I picked was A Nightmare Before Christmas, which was going to be your suggestion to me yes. of the one I watched. Yeah. And and my suggestion to you would have been A Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, well, there so we you are go. kind of doing the pick one for the other person thing. Yeah. Because you're watching Muppet Christmas Carol, which I watched over and over again at Christmas as a kid. And I'm watching Nightmare Before Christmas, which you say was your, like you watched it a lot as a kid and you, you enjoyed it, which yes. I did too, but for not me- to the same level as you. For me, it was not a Christmas movie. It was like an all year round movie. We had it on VHS. This was before it was acquired by Disney and reissued. So, um, yeah, I had like the like a VHS from the nineties. And I having would... sorry, go ahead. Well, having rewatched it, like I I will make the argument today in my review that it's a Christmas movie. Having rewatched it, well, like the whole premise is that and i would say we should be allowed to do spoilers this episode eh, Mike? oh agreed <laughs> yes agreed i i think that would be a little hard especially nightmare for christmas it's so short i don't we got it we got to do spoilers for sure yeah and if you haven't seen it yet what, what what's your problem yeah what also, are you doing like these movies came out in like 92 94 like <laughs> muppets christmas carol is literally the christmas it's christmas carol like charles dickens so like there's no way we can ruin with that some for you. excellent additions. Like the things they add in work so perfectly. Like the whole Gonzo being Charles Dickens and being the yeah. narrator and Rizzo the rat just kind of following him around is hilarious. So yes, but but spoilers wouldn't make sense. Like if you if you're worried now, if you get upset at us for spoilers now, you were never going to see these movies because no. they've been out for so long. <laughs> like it's not. There's no point. Yeah, that is spoilers. not on us. And I believe. We rented ours at Classic Video, so nice little plug for our, our our friends over at Classic Video. And he has a whole Christmas section set up. So if you're looking for some last minute Christmas movies, um, I say head over to Classic Video, support one of our local businesses, and rent. But I don't know so much about the Santa Claus, but you should be able to get the Nightmare Before Christmas and. Um, Muppets Christmas Carol, you should be able to get that on Disney. Disney Plus. Yes. Uh, all, yeah, and Santa Claus is there too. So the okay. Santa Claus, okay. uh, uh, Muppets Christmas Carol, and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas are all on Disney Plus. So that makes your uh, movie watching pretty easy. But again, yeah. if you're like if you're like Dan and I and too cheap to buy Disney Plus, you can support your local business. And oh, and are- that's the thing about the classic video. You can get like, especially in the older movies, you can get like four or five oh. movies for one price to rent. Like, yeah, it's quite it's good. Crazy. It's quite it's good. Such a yeah, good deal. Like, it's a it's very a great good deal. deal. Yeah. So if you want to, and he'll like classic video has everything. So yeah. it's pretty much like having every streaming service anyway. So yeah, you can support a local business, and it does not cost much to or to like 
you can get, I don't know, remember what the deals are, but four or five movies you can get for one price. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's bananas. And we're returning our DVDs tonight. So by the time you're lis- listening to this, you should be able to get Muppets Christmas get Carol and the Santa Claus, <laughs> the Santa Claus, but maybe someone else has picked it up in the meantime. But anyways, yeah. we're returning our copies tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that'll be this, this week's episode. It's all around nineties Christmas and then Christmas movies from our childhood. And we'll kind of, we'll also at the end, like we'll review these three movies, but at the end we'll, we'll give you some suggestions um, for other movies, if you're looking for something else, we'll rattle off a couple more. Um, just because you know, we're a couple days before Christmas, you might be looking, you might be looking for something a little bit more, um, a little bit more Christmassy as we as we head into it. Um, and we haven't done this before. We've done a lot of Christmas specials. We've done like non-Christmas, just holiday movies. We've done like Christmas classics. We've done like a lot of different things, but we, we've never done this. Is our childhood, so we thought this will be fun. Yeah, something different. Um, So yeah, we're going to get into that. Um, As we kind of mentioned last week's episode, just to remind people, there aren't any fan questions this week because we're gearing up for the end of the year. We've pre-recorded this episode. So if you did send a fan question the past week, I'm sorry that we didn't get to it. We won't be able to really get to it until January. Um, We are doing a mailbag next week, but again, we took you know, questions a little earlier, just to give us some time off. So if we're don't, we're not ignoring you is my point. If you didn't catch that, we're not ignoring you. Um, we're just, uh, gonna, gonna do a pre-recorded Christmas episode, get everyone in the, in the mood. And then, uh, we'll, we'll be back with fresh weekly episodes in January. Yes. And one more quick plug about our local businesses we mentioned it at the end of last episode. The screening room is having a couple Christmas movies if you wanted to venture out into the cinemas these next couple weeks. The, you should be able to, this week, go see White Christmas, which is a, it's a classic, um, I believe, from the 1950s. Uh, and the following week, you'll be able to see The Wizard of Oz. Be interesting to ask Wendy about her... Why she picked The Wizard of Oz. Is that a Christmas movie? Do people watch that at Christmas time? Didn't it come out around Christmas and the holidays? Is, is oh, that when maybe. It, when it was originally released? Um, I mean, The Wizard of Oz does have that kind of magical quality to yeah. it. So maybe they just felt... Whimsy. Because I think that's the one that's playing the week after. So I think they wanted like, oh, people are kind of... Maybe they don't want a Christmas movie because Christmas has passed, but they still want something with whimsy. You know what's one that's played a lot at Christmas that I never really got? The Sound of Music. That's often on TV around Christmas time. Um, is there a Christmas scene in that one? Because I know well, that movie like, takes place over a long period of time. There's like, the they sing the, here are a few of my favorite things. And there's, you know, uh, snowflakes on mittens and frost colored something like there's like christmasy <laughs> lyrics it, but yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever the you know something about whiskers on kittens and something on mittens i don't know but <laughs> there's no like and it takes place in austria so there's like snow in the alps but i don't think there's like a specific christmas scene but that movie is often played at christmas time yeah Yep, that uh, that is one you see at Christmas. So yeah, maybe that that's just enough. If there's a little bit of hint 
of it you know, than the holiday season. Whiskers on kittens yeah. and something there you go. about mittens. Good, good enough. <laughs> put, it, put it in there. Yeah. So yeah, that is one that, that plays a lot. Yeah, it's it's interesting. This year, and I, it's early, again, it's early in December when we're recording this, but not super early. Um, we're getting we're getting close to the midpoint here. Um, I have not felt the Christmassy-ness around quite yet. Now, I think part of that's because I've done a few Christmas shopping online. I'm going to go this current week and, and, you know, do a bunch more Christmas shopping. So maybe that will make it feel more. But it's it doesn't, I don't know, it, it's not quite there. Maybe it's because the weather hasn't been that snowy. I don't know. It doesn't feel like we're there yet. I'm not going to lie, Mike. I think I've said this on the show before. I'm a bit of, I'm a Scrooge. I I don't know. I could take or leave Christmas. Dan is like huge into Christmas. So I try to make an effort for him. Mm-hmm. But um, if, you know, if it was up to me, like, I don't even know if I would decorate, to be honest. I don't know. Well, the older I get, the less into it I am. I think it'd be different if we, you know, if we have kids, then you put in a lot of effort to make it magical for your kids. But I don't know. But I, um, I um, celebrate Advent. So you might remember this from Catholic school, Mike. You know, you light the different candles. Oh, yeah. Light light the Advent candle one. Now our journey has begun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we've been, you know, we we're on to the third week of Advent. So when, you know, when you're doing the Advent wreath and stuff, like that feels Christmassy. And like we do, we have that out. And I would always keep that out. But like, aside from that, I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. And, you know, even my side of the family, I went home a couple weeks ago to visit uh, my sister because she's having a baby like any minute, any day. So there was a, a baby shower and we were all like, so we're not doing Christmas presents this year. It was like just decided like <laughs> mutually, like we we're all like no presents. Good. Okay. <laughs> moving on so that's like that is the 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 christmas pulse over at the curry residence wow i like it i like i like not doing presents Hmm. what's your family like are you guys really big i know you have to do no we're not yeah like we're not we're not huge huge but yeah normally like so with my family it's the it's the kids right so my sister and brother each have kids so you buy for the kids and that's that's always been my certainly my my sister always tells me it's like get get for the kids don't worry about us get for the kids like buy for them that's fine because it's for them and like like last year i got the best present ever for my parents which was a dvd player they're very hard to buy for because they're retired and they don't do anything so i got them a dvd player <laughs> I said, so watch sick movies. and tired yes well i was so sick and tired of so what, that, what they would do to watch a, a dvd because they, they would rent from classic video as well and they have some streaming services but they still do renting they would hook their computer up to the monitor of the television but then they they couldn't do it or whatever so they just watched movies off the computer and i was like it's 2021 <laughs> you don't have to do this so i bought them a dvd player that can play blu-rays and whatever and it just connects to your tv and you can just like it's a simple it's like one of those like two connector ones you connect it into the tv yeah literally wall, what goes, everyone did in the 90s <laughs> super simple easy to use so well, that, that was my ultimate that was say. my ultimate yeah <laughs> that was like my ultimate present for them so normally like i try to get my parents one thing and then i'll buy for like my brother and sister's kids like that's normally what what we do so we're not like huge on it but it's like you've got kids in the family same kind of deal make a special for them buy for them make sure you've got the kids covered and then you're you're pretty much good um so that's that's what i try to do um and i i try to make sure that that that's done so i've done a little bit of my shopping now 
I've got like a couple presents sorted out. And then I'm going to go and, and try to finish off this week and get it done. I say no one's getting presents from me this year. Suck it. See, I don't <laughs> see. I'm not, I'm not super into anything either when it comes to like Christmas and stuff. And like, whatever, like whatever. I think you got, you, you know, even worst case scenario, if you have like a big family, whatever, I'm a big fan of everyone buys a generic gift and you do one of those like weird exchange things. Yeah. White elephant or whatever. Or something. Yeah. Like you, that to me is like a way to kind of do it and you should do something. Um, but yeah, I get it. When there's kids in the family, I think it's different. That's when you make it kind of a, a, a bigger, a bigger deal. I think. I like uh, because like even cookies. like my parents text. Go yeah. I like to bake cookies and then like give those as gifts. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. I think that's, that's I think baked goods is a great idea. Like I'm yeah. totally supportive of that. Like my my mom texted me now that by the time this episode airs, it would have been like late November. But when she texted me, she's like, "Oh, like any ideas for what you want for Christmas?" And I never have an answer because I don't know. Like I'm not very good when it comes to like I'm I'm very I I'm told this all the time, but I'm very like sparse in certain ways where I just there's nothing Spartan. I really like want. Yeah, like I have lots of stuff. Like I have lots of knickknacks and stuff around and there's things I like from my childhood that I have on the wall. So it's not like like my apartment and places I live are always filled with stuff. But I don't really like have, I don't spend money on myself. I don't really have needs. Like I, I eat food, I go to movies and that's about it. Like I don't, if there's something I really want, I go and get it for myself, but I yeah. usually don't. So every time they ask like, what do you want for Christmas? I never have an answer because I don't know. I don't really have anything I want. I don't really know. Like it's really hard you for should me to ask answer that for, question. Um, like, uh, like a movie passes because they d- typically don't expire. Yep, that's a good one. Yeah, and that's or most like the people... multiplex because you know for screening sure. room is whatever. But Specific, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and yeah, no, and, and and it's interesting where that's where what I always tell people is like if if I'm or my friends are doing something whatever for me it, it should be super easy even if I don't answer the question i'm a movie lover i go to movie like it's all things i'm gonna use like i'm gonna use gift cards and passes and stuff like that and i don't know some people don't like giving those things but i think they're very useful so i, do, I would I, totally i want to correct that. myself real quick you should definitely buy for your loved ones screening room passes for us oh, it's for a sure. unique for book. us it's a unique situation so we don't you know mike doesn't necessarily need passes from the screening room but other people everyone else book. everyone else should go and they have really cool like movie night like movie dates where it's like two tickets two popcorns and like a candy like you should definitely support wendy over at the screening room um if you i think movie passes are a great minute. idea yeah if you perfect. don't know what to get someone the pack, the like holiday gift passes they have at the screening room is perfect because most people go to movies. It's very, very easy. It's a very good price and you get a lot of stuff for it. So I think that it's a, it's a perfect gift idea. If you're looking for something last minute this week, go movie passes. Um, that's what, that's what I always recommend to people whenever they're like, oh, I don't know what to get so-and-so, so-and-so. Oh, do, do they go to movies? Yeah, they do. There you go. Screening room, movie passes. Even if go. the people aren't huge movie fans you know, like they don't go to the movies often, they definitely will use that pass. You know what I mean? Totally. Even if they only go once a year. Well, there you go. You've just covered their once a year movie date. So yeah, that's our um, plug. So uh, I, I, I've now lied to everyone. We do have a fan question. Um, oh. One literally just came in 
two seconds ago, and it's holiday themed. So I think we can play it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And it's from guess who? Josh the Inquisitor. Um, (laughs) He just I just so happens he wrote an email. uh, It literally forty seven minutes ago says, uh, "Do you have any movie related?" holiday plans so i guess josh wants to know are there any movie related holiday things we are going to do over this break that's a good question i mean i i've been trying so there's this isn't really a holiday like movie or whatever but there's a couple tv series that i that i've been meaning to catch up on and i was over the holidays going to catch up on them um now unfortunately i think i explained this once before you you know i've explained the many trials and tribulations that are my parents and their movie watching um and i've gone through the the times they've keep watching sequels before the original movie well another quirk is that my mom has ruined several tv shows for me by telling me something <laughs> that happens before i'm there so a couple of years ago i was watching daredevil and i was actually physically watching it while she was watching it, so she was texting me about it and she got a couple episodes ahead of me and told me something that happened she said why is this happening and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not there. You just ruined something because I didn't even know this character was coming back. And I, I, because it was, I can spoil it because it's been around for a long time. So anyone who's watched it has probably watched it by now. So there's this character named Stick who trained Daredevil and he was gone. He hadn't been back for a while and I had no idea what happened to him. And my mom texts me, why is Stick fighting Elektra, who is Daredevil's girlfriend? And I, and all I was thinking was like, I don't even know Stick was coming back. And I don't know why he'd be fighting Electra. Thank you for spoiling that. And when I got up to there, she's watching I, in her, she's watching in real time. Why? Yes, in real time. I don't know. know you you think you? so? I think so. I think she <laughs> thought she missed something, and I didn't know what was going on. And so Taylor, this past week, which again, by the time this episode airs a couple weeks ago, the same thing happened. I've been watching Lost in Space, like the new show on Netflix, and I was waiting to finish season two before till season three came out which was now so i thought over the holidays i'll finish season two i'll go right into season three and i'll binge it and i i was telling my parents oh i watched the first like season and most of the second season of of like this show you should watch it they they watched lost in space the original one you're gonna love what they did with it it's really really good so my mom just fine they my parents were sick over the past couple days so they just i guess binged a show and they were binging lost in space well, she got ahead of me and spoiled a major character death in the episode. And she was like, oh, how, I can't believe this person died. I'm like, what are you doing? You did it again. Your mom's, <laughs> name, I- is, your mom's name is Kathy, right? Yes. Yeah. Kathy is banned. Yeah. <laughs> cannot text me about yeah. shows ever because that's the second time that this has happened. The, you know, something happens once and you're like, whatever, it happened once. But just like the sequel thing. You, you have a problem, okay? You never text anyone a detailed piece of information about something until you are 100% sure that they've watched it. That you will are 100% be your mom's sure. um, New Year's resolution. Yes, not-, not to ruin anything else <laughs> media-wise. Uh, like, you know, they say, like, obviously, you don't drink and drive. Well, you don't, you don't binge and text. <laughs> and you know who used to be really bad about it? And binging until and I had texting. a little, no, not binging and texting uh, about, about spoiling stuff was Matt Sultan. So I had a little oh. contact with our friend, Matt Sultan, where, where he, he would uh, often my friend group before COVID, this was way before COVID. There used to be about 15 of us who would go to see all the Marvel movies together. Yeah. So we'd get together. It was always the, usually the preview night. Well, twice or three times it happened where the Thursday didn't work. So we all went on the Friday. Matt couldn't wait 
and would go see the movie Thursday and then see it again with us on Friday. You know, that's what you do. You go, you're going to go with your friends. Fine. But he had this terrible habit of texting me about the movie that night or the next day to tell me about it or how he thought about it. Because I even told him, to me, a spoiler is, what did you think of the movie when I'm really looking right. forward to it? I don't even want to know if it's good or not. I won't want to know anything. And he will always tell me things. Always. Well, And I, should... I just, I had to have a talk to him. I said, Matt, you cannot tell me anything. I don't want to know. <laughs> Mike, I shouldn't be surprised because when he comes on for our themed episodes, he does always want to go right to the spoilers. And when we say, oh, no spoilers, Matt, he goes, oh, no. So I guess it's just in his personality. Oh, that's what he loves about movies, right? He gets to the, yes. the core, right? The, the nitty gritty. Like that's, yeah, that's what he loves about movies. So I've had the same issue. that It's either my mom or it's Matt where one of them ruins it. And I'm like, stop it. Like I'm already staying off the internet and like doing a really good job of staying away from it. Thing. I don't need my phone. Be- and that's the only text message. You know how sometimes you like can read a preview of a text message? And the preview yes, yeah. makes me go, okay, I'm not going to look at this right now. So you now. can't even screen it. You no, it was, was an individual text out of context. I can't believe this person died. Like I could not believe it. And it, I just read it off the preview. And like, I can't believe she did it again. I cannot believe this. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So let's all, um, our Christmas wish for Mike will be a spoiler-free, spoiler-free. Uh, media weekend, I guess. That would be great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm I can't see Spider Man the opening uh, day. I gotta I gotta wait a couple days um, until I see it. So I'm uh, I'm staying off the internet to not be spoiled by anything. And I'm gonna warn everyone I know if you ever say anything about Spider Man, I will I will block you. Well, <laughs> so here's, please don't I know, say anything. Um, some people this isn't a family tradition that we have, but some families uh, like to go Christmas Eve or Christmas Day for a movie. Like yeah. to the to the multiplex or to the screening room. Is there any movie you plan on seeing that's opening over the Christmas break? Other than it sounds like maybe is Spider Man opening over Christmas break? Yeah, so Spider Man's the week before Christmas. So that uh, by the time we've people are hearing this episode, I will have seen it already. Um, but uh, there's there's actually quite a few now. They're not super holiday themed, but there's this movie um, that's coming out that I think it's a. Um, Benicio del Toro. Oh, Nightmare so, Alley. Yeah, Nightmare Alley. That one comes out around Christmas. That looks really interesting. Like I'm very intrigued because I don't. It's getting a lot of buzz. It. It's getting a lot of yeah. buzz. So Nightmare Alley is one that I think I'm going to definitely see over Christmas. Like the thing is, is that there's not, from what I saw, there's not like a Mary Poppins or that type of movie no. to go see over Christmas. But yeah, Nightmare Alley, I'm going to definitely see over the Christmas break. Um, and I'll kind of see what else is, is coming out. But that was the one for sure that I'm looking forward to. Definitely. Yeah. We don't have like, um, like I, like I just said, we're not like a family that like goes to the theaters. Uh, you know, there's Christmas movies we like to watch every year. Um, Dan's favorite, you know, I've said this a million times on the show is it's a wonderful life. And at some point we're going to have to watch it's a wonderful life. And at some point, I'm probably going to fall asleep during It's a Wonderful Life. But uh, I will, uh, we will watch that one. You know, I always like to watch A Christmas Story. I love the Jack Frost from the 60s, the stop motion animation. So there's like, there's our, you know, our list of Christmas movies will we'll work our way through. But um, we don't necessarily have like a Christmas movie tradition aside from watching like our typical favorites if that makes sense 
Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I think there's there's just certain movies that you want to watch around this time. Um, and it makes it makes sense. I've been having I've been having a, a tough time finding those times to relax. I'm, I'm so busy right now that to, just to sit down and watch movies has been tough. But the, over the holidays, I don't know, I always make the time because yeah. there's certain things you want to watch. Um, so it makes sense to me. Um, we're going to review those three uh, movies from our childhood. And as I said, at the end of the episode, we'll give some suggestions um, to what uh, what other things you could watch because we've got a couple more days till Christmas. Um, but let's let's dive into this. These are movies from our childhood, so they're going to be in the 90s because we're children of the 90s. Um, so Taylor, let's start with you. What, which one do you want to start with? I'll start with a Muppets Christmas Carol. I think it's like maybe a year or it may be three years older than Santa Claus. So anyways, I'll start with the older of the two. Um, I think I had mentioned this at the start of the show. This is a movie that I've definitely seen, but I didn't grow up with. This wasn't mm. one that we had on VHS. It wasn't one we watched like over and over again. It was a lot of fun. So Dan and I are slowly working our way through the Muppet uh backlog or catalog yep um muppet catalog of movies and so So good a lot of uh, great movies in there (laughs) they are so much fun you know we didn't grow up with the muppets we did my sister and i had the muppets treasure island computer game So, so that was um pretty much my only Muppet reference. Like, obviously I knew like what the Muppets were and like knew Kermit the Frog and stuff, but we didn't like watch the TV show or anything growing up. And so it's been a lot of fun going back and watching all their movies. They're, they're a little bit cheesy, but like cheesy in like the nice way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And cheesy in a way that wouldn't annoy a parent. Like it's, it's, it's very watchable. Like, it's not wholesome. just a kid's movie that's annoying. Yeah, it's, it's like very watchable. Wholesome, watchable, and, um, you know, this, it's, all of the main characters are more or less Muppets, aside from Michael Caine, who plays it completely straight. And I read a quote, he said, I went into the movie as if I was doing it with the Shakespearean company, I was not going to do it Muppety at all. I was going to play it like the straight Which man. works so well. Yes! <laughs> it's yes! so brilliant, yeah. And he does a really great job. And um, there are songs because, you know, the Muppets have songs in their movies. I, this is one thing that I will say about the Muppet movies. I never love the songs they sing in their movies. Really? Yeah, they don't necessarily do it for me. Like, they're fine. They're passable. There was a couple, like, pretty catchy songs in this one. But, yeah, um, like, I think this one has some very Yeah, like, the, the, the Marley's, like, the the brother, mm-hmm. the Marley song. Yep. Like, we're the Marley's yep. or whatever. That was really catchy. Um, and Kermit has, like, the, you know, the most heartfelt Christmas yeah. song. Kermit's um, got the big yeah. one, yeah. He's got, obviously, he's got the big one. He plays Can we talk about that, too? Like... Can you like the Muppets casting, like who they picked to play each role is also like pretty good. Like the the casting choices. This is what I thought about it. This is, I thought about this because they, the credits are like um, Kermit as Cratchit, you know, like Kermit the Frog plays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's not 
the actor it's not the the puppeteer or the voice of kermit playing it's like no kermit that's what i love about the muppet movies is that they treat the muppets as if they're real and they they're, have, they're the actors yeah yes and they have and you know by the time that a christmas carol's coming out um it's already the 90s the first muppet movie i think comes out in like 79 or like like mm-hmm. 80 so like you now I've seen enough of the Muppet movies to like know the persona of the characters. You know what I mean? Like they're not like they're the actual actors. So I'm like, yes, it makes sense that Kermit is Cratchit. It's I, funny. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because you get like those moments very similar to what we we're talking about with with Spencer last week, where like I, I find that with like Miss Piggy. Yes. You can tell when Miss Piggy is trying to like like they're trying to have her like play the role yeah. versus just be Miss Piggy. And it's, it's a big difference. Like, yeah. especially in this movie, cause she plays like a Bob Cratchit's wife. And there are moments where it's like, Oh, here I'm like saying the line correctly from, from the piece and then breaks character yeah. to be Miss Piggy. It's pretty funny. Which yeah. is great. Like that is Miss Piggy. Piggy. She thinks she's the best actress in the world. Oh yeah. The really, she's yeah, like, yeah. she's like the worst actor out of the, the bunch. Worst. Yeah. So- <laughs> Dan and I thought that Miss Piggy would play one of the ghosts. Um, mm. I really thought she was going to play like Ghost of Christmas Past or something. And originally the writers were going to have like the like repertoire, like the repertoire, like one of the repertoire right. actors were, <laughs> you know, because they, yeah. they are a cast. They were going to mm-hmm. have, you know, like Gonzo play one of the ghosts. Miss Piggy was going to play one of the ghosts. And then they decided that they would do like new Muppets quote unquote to play the ghost. So like Gonzo wasn't supposed to play Dickens at first, but then they chose Gonzo because he was the least Muppet. He would be the, the last Muppet you would suspect to play Dickens. I love that. Like that's, what's so fun about the Muppets is that they, they are actors. (laughs) And um, so anyways, it was a lot of fun. Um, I found it scarier. Like I like to to have the three ghosts not be Muppets you recognize. I thought was a good decision. Yeah, like, I thought it made it more scary and magical. Like have the Muppets be all the like other characters, but have the ghosts be different was like I don't know. To me, it worked. Like it worked. Really and well. the filmmakers did that. That was the thinking that it would be yeah. more like otherworldly to not have Muppets yeah. you would recognize as the ghost. Yeah, I thought that made sense. And to um, do three different things, right? Because because yeah. the first ghost is she's more like a porcelain doll almost type yeah. of thing, and then the second one is like like the big Muppet, like the yeah. Muppet suit that you <laughs> would be used to seeing, but you don't know him. And then the third one being the scariest thing alive um, was was a, especially as a kid, like that ghost. That ghost is terrifying. Well, even like, now, it's like that, literally death. It's death. Yeah. And that ghost is ridiculously terrifying. And I don't know if that was necessary, but like it was pretty scary. And that's because like, isn't that. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I just isn't that when Gonzo leaves? He's like, yeah, this is Gonzo too scary. Rizzo, I'm out of here. Gonzo and Rizzo <laughs> is like, um, well, twice Rizzo said for like earlier in the movie, Rizzo goes, won't this be too scary for the kids? And Gonzo goes, don't worry. It's culture. Or like, or whatever, like <laughs> good, literature. It's like good. Line. It's like it's good fine, that the kids yeah. are learning. 
Yeah. And, but then the second time Rizzo goes, oh, I'm out. Like, this is too scary. And Gonzo's like, yeah, me too. We'll meet yeah, you me back too. for the finale. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because as a kid, you're like, our safety net's leaving. Yes, <laughs> They're yes. like, oh, this is too much. I'm out of here. I'm yeah. And that, and this will come up again when I re when we review the Santa Claus again. And it comes back to the, the nineties episodes. We've said this so many times, like movies, kid movies were much scarier in the nineties. They were a little bit like, no, they weren't as afraid to scare you. They thought it yeah. like, like Gonzo says it's, it's literature, it's culture. It's good. It's good to be scared every once in a while. Like I think I, I personally do believe that there is something positive that happens yeah. in the brain when you get scared. So I think scaring kids is not a bad thing, especially like it's the Muppet movie for heaven's sake. Yeah. It's a little scary, but it's fun. Like it's not, there's going to be a big harmful. finale and they're all going to sing and be cute again. So you don't yeah, need to worry yeah. too much. And it's these, are the, like these are the movies we remember for a reason. Like they were scary. Yes. But they stick with us for a reason. Like I think when we talked, when we did the Buffy episode, I mentioned this, like I was afraid of Buffy in the first couple of like when I was younger like it was too, like I tried to watch it I think a little too young it scared me it was too much so I'd never I didn't watch it again but it's stuck in my head as something I wanted yeah. to come back to and it's because it's good <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it scares you a little bit if it's good it sticks around so I will say like I'm with you Mike it's like not a bad thing like I don't think it's a bad thing for your kids to learn about death but maybe that's like a controversial statement so we spent, what was that episode? We had a whole episode for like half an hour. We were talking about like death and how it's good. About death. <laughs> yeah. Death is good. Yeah. Death is good. <laughs> Embrace it. So obviously everyone already knows my views on that. So we won't dwell on that. But um, I will say that this was like a very fun, like another good one for the whole family. Like little kids can watch it. Yes, it's a little bit scary, but it's still a Muppet movie. So it's going to have a happy ending. And like it's Charles Dixon. Dix the story doesn't diverge like the story does have a happy ending anyways um yeah you, if you know the story of christmas carol you're not gonna be surprised yeah, <laughs> by yeah. This like one, it's no. a it's a good movie for the whole family truly and like not like a oh you're gonna grin and watch it because like it's grin and bear because it's with your kids like adults truly will enjoy this one in my opinion there are like some of the special effects like, yeah, it feels dated, feels a little bit like lower budget, but like overall, I think it's aged really well. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So um, for a Christmas movie, um, this is a see it for me. Oh, I'm so glad you said see it because I agree. I, I think this is one that if you're looking for something to and if you have kids and you're looking for something different, not, not a lot of people go back sometimes to some of these movies. They look at like some of the new stuff watch Christmas Carol with them. Yes, there's a couple scenes that are a little bit darker and scary, but if you're watching with them, I don't think it'll be that bad. So I think it's a great one. Great. Watch it every year. Every year at Christmas. Watch. I try to watch that. Um, I almost forgot what movie I was reviewing. Nightmare now, Before <laughs> Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so Nightmare Before Christmas, I kind of have the same uh, history with it than as Muppets for you, where I definitely remember watching it. I remember having it, but it wasn't the classic that I'd be watching every year. So I right. saw it. So revisiting it was actually really nice because I hadn't seen, I, I think I saw it two Christmases ago. I think I remember watching it, but then I, I haven't since then. Um, and this would only, I, this is probably like only my ninth or 10th time seeing it. Like it's not something that I watch over and over again. Um, first of all, I forgot how short it was. Um, is it it seems less, much longer. How long is it? Like an hour? It's like, 
I don't I don't even think it's an hour. It's like twenty minutes. Like it's not even a full it's movie. It's not twenty minutes. I'm pretty sure it's twenty minutes. Uh, it's not. It's what not. What movie full hour. did you watch? It is a full hour. It's not an hour. Okay, well then it just then it flies. Then it just flies. <laughs> I'm like, flies. oh my gosh, did you watch the right thing? No, I re- I watched it. Jack Skellington and all yeah. that. Okay, all that while stuff. you're yeah, describing okay. it, I'm gonna look up the runtime. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's an hour, but anyway, it it it, it flows really fast. Okay, yeah. yes, it's an hour, but it flows really fast because it's so well done, and it's one of these things that again, revisiting these movies from your childhood, you do start to realize that you just these these types of movies for kids are just not made anymore. Um, I'm watching it's, this movie, and I'm Mike. It's seventy six minutes. Okay, well, it doesn't seem like seventy six minutes. It honestly seems like it's a half an hour long because um, it's, it's so good. Not, it's so well, it, it moves so well, and the kind of whole premise of it of of this this Halloween town that's only ever known Halloween and celebrates Halloween all the time, and it's just like a Halloween town gets basically embraces the magic of Christmas. So Jack Skellington gets gets kind of lost in the universe, ends up in Christmas Town, and is sort of shocked and encouraged. And this is why I think it's a Christmas movie, because Christmas magic takes over and he sort of embraces um the what what Christmas can bring. Um it's it's so well done. The the songs are excellent. Um the the like what do you, is that not really claymation, but stop motion? It's stop motion. They're like puppets. Stop motion. Yeah. Is like so good. Like I think it looks really, really good. And I know it, it can sometimes be like a dated thing with CGI now, but I think it's, there's just something real and magical and cool about that. That makes I it I love stop motion. Yeah, I think stop motion is excellent. I don't think we see enough of it. I know it's like really expensive and hard to do, so people shy away like, from it. But it's really good. Have I ever told this story on this on the sh- on the show before? Our fans will know. They'll let us know if I'm repeating myself. But in elementary school, it was around Christmas time, I think, and the teacher was like, "Oh, let's you know, we'll watch a movie. You know how you used to like they would wheel in that big TV on. We'll oh, yeah, watch a movie like as a class. Does anyone have any suggestions?" And I said, "Oh, well, let's watch The Nightmare Before Christmas." Like, cause you know, that was the movie I suggested and I'll never forget Jake halfway through the movie was who picked this movie? This movie's horrible. What's with the stop? Like, why, why do they move? Like he hated the stop motion. And I was, I was gutted cause it was my pick, you know, like I was like, it's a good movie, Jake. It's stop motion animation. It's beautiful. <laughs> I I think Jake is is wrong uh, about everything in life. Actually, um, uh, you, there you go. Shout out to Jake. Um, but the just that was my little aside because of the stop motion, right? You well, don't see I, it. It's very you rare. See it. You see it in and and when when it's done well, it it's so good. And in this movie, it's so it's so good. Like it, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't imagine this movie done any other way. Like it just it works so well for what's going on in the film. Like, don't you agree that like this story works so well with this type of stop motion animation? Yes. Like it just it works so perfectly. Yeah. So I don't know what Jake was talking about, but Jake was wrong. Um, and you have a movie podcast now. What has Jake done? <laughs> um, so I, I think Nightmare Before Christmas is is one of those movies that again, yes, it's a little darker. It could scare kids. But it's so whimsical and interesting. The music's so well done. This was a, you know, this was something that I wasn't, 
I had no problem with the stop motion, but I just was, I, I don't think I was into how dark and scary it was, especially when I was younger. But as I've gotten older, I think I've appreciated the movie more. Um, and I think to me, why I liked it so much, especially on this rewatch was, as I kind of just said, by thinking it was so short, this movie flows and is done in a blink of an eye. And to me, that's a, it leaves me wanting more, which is the mark of a good movie. Mm-hmm. Where it, it doesn't it doesn't spend too much time worrying about things. It develops characters well and quickly, but does it efficiently. And you know everyone. You get a you get a really good sense for what Jack's going through, for what Sally's going through, and the terrible life that she leads. Um, and the the why Christmas kind of spoke to Jack. He was already getting kind of bored, and and he was a bit of an oddball almost. Like, he embraced Halloween, but he was starting to feel kind of lost and bored, and then he finds Christmas and just changes him. In, well, in he's a, a he's way. an innovator, right? Like Yes, he's, he's innovative, king he's of, different, he's a King thinker. of, the, of yeah. Halloween, and, you know, yeah. he wanted to keep things fresh and new, and how long can you do Halloween for? And he discovers He's Christmas. kind of what we want our leaders to be. Yes. But yeah. we never get this fresh, innovative thinker who's like, yes, 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 like honor the past, but learn from it and let's move forward. You can't keep things the same. We've got to innovate and create new things and embrace new ideas. That's kind of what we want out of our leaders. Let's just say, is Jack Skellington the best uh, politician out there? Maybe. <laughs> He might be. Maybe. He, <laughs> might, he might be the best politician he of went, all time. He went astray, though. He did yes, go he did. Astray. Yes, he he did go astray, and the whole kidnapping Santa Claus thing. Like, uh, okay, he he went a little far, and he 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 embraced <laughs> some. Of it. But but in the end, you know, he. I think the movie does a really good job of making it, even though it's a grander scale. It, it's a it's a Jack Sally story, and yeah. it really is about connecting these two people. Um, and and bringing them together. And, and I feel like Sally, I don't know, at the end of it, I just had this feeling of like, okay, Sally kind of provides something that Jack needs and Jack provides something that Sally needs. And it just sort of like, it clicks um, them coming together and everything in that. So yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a really, really well done story. And, and I, I really, really enjoyed revisiting it. So it, it's a see it for me as well. And it's, again, it's one of these movies where, what else can you say? It's so good. Yeah. Like you should just watch this movie. It's a Christmas classic. I think it, it, to me, it's a hundred percent Christmas movie. It's perfect for over the holidays. But I, I don't see why you couldn't watch it all year round too. Like I understand that. I understand that mentality of it can work all, all the time. It's a great movie. So it's a see it for me. I could. I was a spooky kid, so hence why I love this. No, movie. you don't say, huh? <laughs> so like it was <laughs> what a shock. Of, it was like one of my favorite movies, like as a child. That's why I was gonna pick it as my '90s movie because like this was a movie that I watched often on our VHS, like all year round. Um, so just like as obviously, it's a see it for me too. But like it may be too spooky for some kids, especially because like kids movies aren't made that way anymore. <laughs> Like they aren't as scary as they used to be. Like your your kids, if they're watching this for the first time, they might be spooked. But you know what though, you know, and I would say this because I've I've seen like a lot of people will like watch um National National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yeah. and stuff. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna have your kids watch that, you should have your kids watch this too. Because to me, even though it's different, scaring scaring people and like inappropriate like jokes or whatever are two different things. If if you're comfortable exposing your child to that type of humor, you should be comfortable exposing them to fear. 
Like to me, yeah. I, I don't see what the difference is. Like if you like, it would be being like, okay, you're not allowed to watch South Park, but here is, uh, I don't know. Here's that. What's that Sabrina show that you said is all sexy. Now. Anyway, sexy. And snap. <laughs> yeah. It'd be the like that. Sabrina, being like, yeah. Sabrina watch the show. new Sabrina, but you can't watch South yeah, Park. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, I you get what like you it, mean. it doesn't make any sense at all. So to me, if you're going to watch, I would much rather say if like if I had kids or I'm around kids, I'd be like, yeah, let's, let's throw on Muppet Christmas Carol. Let's throw on uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, the Santa Claus way before I would be like, yeah, let's watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> it's not even that funny. I'm sorry. It doesn't hold up. But anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't about love it. it. I don't love it either. <laughs> but I know, great. but like it's some people good. like that's one of Dan's favorites. He wants to watch that every Christmas. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it because I love you and you're my, you know, you're my life partner or whatever. But like, eh. <laughs> but <laughs> like, be, whatever. But I'm like, not, not totally into it. <laughs> yeah, though, really. like, yeah. This is a Christmas present for you. Just my present. That's like, we watch honestly, that's, that is like every relationship I've had in Star Trek. But anyway, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that another day. Um, let's talk about the Santa Claus in the time. Yeah, we're Plus. running out of time. The Santa Claus. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So this was another one that we had on VHS. This one, um, unlike the Muppet movie, we did like we watched this every Christmas. We probably watched it like throughout the year. Whoa, did I forget how depressing it is? Oh, it's super depressing. <laughs> and like you're watching like as a kid, and maybe because like I was a child of divorce, I'm just like, whatever, like bam, 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 parents are divorced, no big deal. And I thought even that was pretty. You don't see like divorced parents really anymore in movies. Maybe you, you don't do. see parents at all. Like yeah, in the in true. all the like Pixar movies, there are no parents. They're, like, they're just like mysteriously always absent. Yeah. So another reason why I'm like, wow, like the '90s movies were like, you know, like more well-rounded <laughs> than the movies we have now. But um, and like wow, like he's like not allowed to see his kid at one point, yeah. and I'm like, they're really gaslighting this kid, like. I get it. It's it's um really fantastic, like fantastical to believe that your dad's Santa, but in this case, like his dad is Santa, and like yeah, like for him, he goes through a lot of stuff. That kid goes through a lot in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I had said to Dan while we were watching, I'm like, wow, that kid looks so little. Like I don't remember the kid being so young, but I guess when I was watching it, I was like that kid's age, so I right. wouldn't have thought, right. oh, he's so little, because that like I was no, you little. wouldn't have. Right. You would have related more to the kid, right? So you wouldn't be thinking, oh, he's little. You're like, oh, no, he's me. Like, you know. I definitely. forgot. I forgot that the most of the movie is not about them being in, like, Christmas time. Like, it's No, the, the first fallout. one is very much the fallout. Yeah. Because yeah. that happens, if I remember correctly, that happens near the beginning, right? Like, all the Christmas yes. stuff kind of happens near the beginning-ish. And it's him. It's this transformation and fallout that, that the movie focuses Yeah, like, it's just the, I would say, like, at least half the movie is the adults being like, Santa's not real. Stop lying. Like, to the mm -hmm. kid, you know? And then, like, you're really feeding into your son's delusion, so you're not going to be allowed to see him anymore. Like, what? what my Which is also, like, real-life things. It yeah, was like very, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that would happen. And to see it, it's shocking. Absolutely. Yeah. But as a kid, I was just like beep bopping around. Like I didn't think anything of it. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, like, this is my favorite yeah. Christmas movie. Yay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and there and there's something kind of like scary about that as well. But again, it just you as a kid, that's probably just what you were craving. Like you like that type of thing. Because it's also good, right? A good movie. 
that's scary. You can forgive some of it because it's so good you want to come back to it. All of a sudden, this is not a Christmas movie. All of a sudden, I'm remembering Jungle to Jungle with Tim Allen. And I wonder, I think he's like a divorced dad in that movie too. Jungle to Jungle. Do you remember that? Isn't that the one though where he doesn't know he has a son and he, for some reason, he's trying to find, I think he is divorced, but he doesn't know he's dead. And the this son is- the jungle. The son was raised at this like in the jungle, place. Yeah. yeah, in the jungle with because whoever she she was like a bi- biologist or botanist or something, and she's out out and she. I thought it was something like she was out there, didn't know he had a son. He went to go sign she, for her to sign divorce papers because he wanted to get married, and then he discovers he has a son or something. Yeah, but that's another Tim to, Allen movie with a di- he's much. a divorcee. He was, and again, he was like he was Hollywood's dad for all of the nineties. Like he was always in these movies where he plays like a dad doing whatever. And like I'm busy, but I'm gonna learn to love my yes. my child. <laughs> I'm busy, but I'm gonna learn to love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's the theme of the 90s. Our parents yeah, were too busy, yeah. but they learned to love us. Too busy. Yeah. <laughs> so too busy. That's the, and the theme now is our parents are absent. So what does that yeah, tell you? Yeah, yeah. What they, does it tell you about the people who who like are making movies now? They grew up when their parents were busy. So now you see how it's like, yeah. it's interesting. They weren't the even there. Were they're not men, even there now. They're not yeah. even there now. Yeah. So like, what is, this is another movie that, um, I think it it aged well, but like there are some special effects. Like this is just me being like a little nitpicky. You know, obviously when I was watching this in the nineties, like those were the special effects in the nineties. You didn't think anything sure. of it. You're just like, yeah, no, um, this is what it was. This is what I had. Watching it now, you're like, ooh, that's <laughs> that's not good. Like when he goes down the chimneys and like they like CGI him getting like sucked down the chimney, like. It looks really bad. It looks yeah. really low budget. But um, overall, I would say this is still like it holds up um, on a rewatch. I liked the Muppets movie better than this one. But I think this is still like, again, like sh- this is a great movie that like uh, in the sense that it gives the kids credit, you know, like the kids who are watching this, like we like the kids who are watching this movie, maybe they're children of divorce, whatever. Like we are going to allow them to watch this movie that has very heavy topics and it's okay. That's what I like about this movie. If that makes sense. It does. And it does. I think we did give, I think we gave kids more credit um, at the younger age than, than maybe we do now. Um, And again, it's, Every parent and every person is going to take their own approach to to raising kids. And like, that's fine. I don't have children. I'm not going to say I know better than anyone else. I just feel that I've noticed that trend that we, I don't think we give kids enough credit. I think we assume they're not going to be able to handle something. And I think this movie does a good job of not talking down. Like I, yeah, but like, it is like, it was almost like distressing watching when I'm like the, the parents just like relentlessly being like, that's not real. You are delusional. You can't see yeah. your dad. I'm like, whoa, like <laughs> you're so harsh. But um I know. Yeah. The you know, the the scenes of them in the North Pole are great. Like Bernard, the older elf, he's amazing. <laughs> Bernard, yeah. He was yeah. in a lot of nineties movies, that kid. Um Oh yeah, Bernard, yeah, he was around yeah. a lot, yeah. And so to me, this is like it's worth uh, a rewatch. I wouldn't 
run out to see this movie like if you're just looking to compile like some nostalgia movies like put this one on so I guess it's a stream it for me only because like the majority of the movie isn't actually like Christmassy you know what I mean like it's more like domestic drama for like a half of the movie it's a good yeah like it's a good stream it movie it's a good movie to stream to watch if you're going through like you're saying if you're going through a marathon why not throw this in there yeah you know, it's like a good it's a good to be part of a marathon it's not too long i think no. or it's an hour and 45 but it went by really quick okay. it didn't yeah. feel it didn't feel long watching it totally i think that makes i think it makes sense for the rating i think it's like it's a good movie is it like run out and see it like muppets is no but it's it's good to be part of like oh we're watching a bunch of movies here you go yeah Agreed. Um, we're just we're just about at the end of of our Christmas episode. So, if, if there are any other like one off movie suggestions you have, we we should give them now. Um, if there's any other ones, like I had a couple that I wanted to guess. Like I think the original Home Alone, yeah, still yeah. holds up and is a really fun Christmas movie. Like the first original Home Alone movie, I think is very very good. Um, and even Home Alone two, yeah, the one Escape in New York, New York, I think is yeah. also yeah, I think that one's good as well. Like I wanted to throw those in there. And I know a lot of people don't uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but uh, Jingle All the Way is a fun movie. I, I always appreciate and watch Jingle All the Way, um, him trying to get a, a, a doll for, for his son, this like action figure thing that like is completely difficult to find and you can't find it anywhere. I think it's just a fun movie. That one would be more of like a stream it for me, but it's another fun movie to throw in there that I remember from my childhood. When the From our 90s week, Hook actually takes place around Christmas time. So that's a good yeah. movie if you're looking for um, not specifically about Christmas, but you're looking for like a, a Christmas-esque movie, like a movie just to put on during the holidays. I would recommend Hook. Also came out in the 90s. Um, totally. And then movies that didn't necessarily come out in the 90s, but we watched a lot, like A Christmas Story. We watched that every Christmas. And I know not everyone loves that one. For me, it's still one of my favorites. Definitely agree about Home Alone 1 and 2. Those are both great. Um, and then, again, like, you really can't beat the classics. I know these aren't 90s, but these were movies that I grew up with as a kid. Um, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, um, the, the Snowman. Frosty. Frosty. Yeah, Frosty's My snowman. personal favorite, which I've talked about, I think, on every single Christmas list I've ever done for this show. But it deserves uh, a mention because it's my favorite jack frost but it's mm -hmm. the it's the stop motion one from the 70s i think it came out in yeah. 1974 um yeah. that is by far my favorite one i try to watch it every single year um i absolutely love it but really like you can't beat the ones we talked about like in terms of like not movies we grew up as kids like home alone santa claus muppets yeah all great totally yeah um well, there you go. That's the end of, of our episode this year. Um, from screening in Kingston, if you celebrate Christmas, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. If you don't, happy holidays. If you really don't, just disconnect out of this year. We still hope you can take a break. It's important, yeah. I think, this time of year. Take a break for yourself. Spend time with friends, family. Watch some fun movies. Even if you don't celebrate anything, we still hope you take a little bit of a break. Most of the world shuts down for a couple of days. You should, too. because You just, deserve it's really it. You deserve it. And and movies, I think, are a great way to shut down. So we Definitely. hope whatever you celebrate, we hope you have a good time. Go see some movies.
Thank you for listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast, recorded at CFRC at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Queen's University sits on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and Anishabi peoples. We would like to thank the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences and the CFRC Podcast Network.